Knockout Ginger, episode 36 with Sarah McDonald, band leader, composer, vocalist, multi-instrumentalist, professional. She's got a new tune out with her band, the New York Philharmonic. It's called Mean. You can check it out on my playlist. Thanks for listening. F all the haters. I've been having some weird trouble with this. I don't understand okay. ever, but it is what it what? is. How so? Um, every time I ask mm-hmm. someone to record themselves as like a mm-hmm. backup, we can I can hear my voice in the track, and it's delayed. It's almost like it, it the microphone picks up me in your headphones or something. Oh, really? Okay. But I don't know. We'll see. Okay. Guess we'll find out. And if you can't use it, then whatever. Um, I'm rolling on everything. Wait, like you're high as fuck right now? No. Oh, you mean like you're literally rolling? Everything's rolling. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> I was like, good for you. <sighs> 3 p.m. on a Monday. Yep. In my parents' basement. Yeehaw. Where everyone else in the world is also currently spending most of their time, so. Yeah, it's, uh, it's super. Sick. Yeah, how are you otherwise? What's it like in Canada? It's fine. It sucks, but it's fine. No real problems. I'm really happy for you guys. Um, it seems like Toronto's kind of the same as New York. I mean, we didn't have that huge spike, but... We're kind of at the same place right now, it seems. Okay. Like, kind of chilling, but also there are some new cases. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Places are opening up. I think it's a little too soon, but whatever. Not not really my problem, I guess. I guess not. You stayed healthy? Nothing happened? Nothing happened. Did you? Cool. Are, Are you? I'm fine. I had a sinus infection, so of course everyone was wigged out, but I was like, it's fine. Yeah. Good. Still alive. So like yeah. no uh no real no real real problems. No, not at all. I was actually like really healthy through like the just like the healthiest I've ever been from like January <laughs> until like two weeks ago when I had a sinus infection, which felt really I don't know, like I'm usually sick all the time, so just odd parallels, whatever. Yeah, flaunting your privilege is fine. Twitter. Right, that's how I felt and I'm like calling my ENT and I'm just like oh, like I'm feeling a little bit sick and I felt bad and he looked like he aged. Like we did a Zoom call and he looked like he aged like 10 years. Like he went from being like really like kind of young, like probably late 30s, like joyful, like with all of his hair the same color. And then I, we had like a Zoom appointment and he was like gray and looked like he lost 10 pounds. And I was like, are you good, bro? <laughs> <laughs> you call your are you okay? Uh, yeah. I don't know. He's nice. Um, are you working? I'm furloughed, but I've been, which is illegal. Um, but I'm not like earning money from my company. It's like anything I book, I get like 5% commission, but yeah, like we, 
my boss gave up the lease to our office, which is really sad because I had like a really nice office with like huge windows and I'm just like, it's never going to happen again. Um, and yeah, most agencies, like a few big agencies have also gotten out of their leases because they just can't afford the rent. And I, most of my like booking friends have all been laid off or furloughed also, which makes sense. I don't really know when it's going to make sense to start booking stuff again. Like I'm booking live stream stuff, which is just kind of shitty and doesn't pay very well. So I don't know what the future holds. Good. Lovely. Great. Everything's going great. Yeah. Just a matter of time before I'm homeless. So, yeah. Yeah. It's uh, mm -hmm. uh, dark, dark days. <laughs> It's like dark as fuck. I know. Unemployment was great, but now this is the last week of like that extra bonus. So. And they're not doing it. They're not picking it up again. Uh, I don't know. So they're the Republicans are all assholes, and the Democrats came like they proposed a new stimulus package back in May, and they were like, let's extend pandemic unemployment until January, which would be that extra six hundred dollars on top of whatever you're getting per week, which is excellent. And then the Republicans are like, that's more than most people were making. You know, now this is an incentive for people to not go back to work, which is not true. You know, it's like if I I wouldn't have a choice. My boss was like, I'm hiring you back. That would be it. You know, it's like then I have to get off unemployment. Yeah. Um, and most of us just can't go back to work. So it's like 40 million people are unemployed. And they're like, yeah, we can't give people that extra money. So instead of like making a decision in May, the Republicans went on recess, like took their vacation up until the last week that they were supposed to make this decision, which was last week. And then they were like, we don't have enough time to make this decision like we're going to have to like deliberate now for 20 weeks. So now it's going to be like months where people don't have this extra money and they're going to give us like, they want to give us like only $200 a week extra on top of what we're making, which is nothing. Um, so the Democrats are like really pushing back, which is great, but we just don't know what it's going to be. And so now they're saying, Oh, we want to make sure that people are making 70% of their salary which means that every single person is going to be getting different levels of unemployment. It's not going to just be this cut and dry thing. So it's going to take probably months to like implement that into all of these states, different unemployment offices. So I guarantee like I won't ever see any of that money because my unemployment runs out in October as does most people. So um, yeah, it's just like a fucking nightmare. Our government is a shithole. Damn. Yeah, it's like really fucked up. And it's like all of these just asshole Republicans who are just on vacation with their six-figure salaries are like, the American people are just so privileged and spoiled, we can't possibly give them any more money. And it's like all the musicians in New York are making like $180 a week on unemployment, and now they're going to lose that $600 supplemental income. So it's going to be crazy. It's going to be awful. Yeah. At the end. I don't know why I'm control. smiling. It's you just can't, so like, terrible. But also that's not allowed. I mean... Like, you can't keep a city shut down and then mm -hmm. not have a, like... I know. I don't know. That doesn't make any sense to me, how that can be yeah. even an option. That's the thing, and the Democrats understand that. They're like, it, they were immediately like, extend it. Like, these people are going to, we're going to push people into poverty. Like, people are going to be on welfare. And the Republicans are like, mm, it just seems like nobody really wants to work. It's like, none of us can work. It's like, especially with all of these states that are having these huge surges... Sorry, I had I don't drink coffee ever, but I had coffee this morning, so I'm like ricocheting off the wall. But it's um, good. It's hard to keep the energy up on these Zoom podcasts. Oh, okay. Great. I have like ample energy today. Um, yeah. So 
what the fuck was I saying? Um, yeah, the Republicans are like, oh, people don't want to work. Literally, no one can work. And yeah, they're not doing anything. About they originally wanted to give people like a hundred extra dollars, and they're like, it'll be a depreciating scale. And then now they've pushed up to two hundred. So I'm hoping it's just like if they keep pushing, it'll get a little bit higher. Um, and then people will have like some livable income. Yeah. But even then, it's like if you're making, you know, so if it's whatever, two, like if it's extra two hundred, that means you guys will be getting three fifty a week. Well, I make more because I had a W-2 job. Ah. So, like, I'm actually, oh, I can get by yeah. without that extra pandemic unemployment assistance. Like, it's going to be kind of rough, but, like, I can definitely do it. Um, but I nobody can live on less than $200 a week. That's fucking insane. So that's that's what they're looking at. Is And also, it's like, what they should do is just extend it for now until they make up their minds. And then if they decide to do that later, then they can implement it later because it's already going to take so long to implement the 200 versus 600. It's like every state has to shut down their entire system and then like redo the, the whole process. Um, and if they have to make people reapply again, it's going to be a nightmare because that's millions of people just flooding the system. Um, so I don't know, but they definitely won't. They're going to make it difficult. So basically people are going to have to get by on very little money until they implement the changes. And then they're going to implement other changes after that. So they are going to go through everyone's employment history and make sure they're making 70% of their, you know, previous annual income. That just seems it's so irresponsible. And it's also just kind of impossible because everybody makes different salaries. Yeah. It's crazy. So it's just so stupid. It's just a stall tactic because they don't want people to be like, you know, feeding off the government. Meanwhile, they just passed legislation to give the Pentagon like what? Thirty billion dollars. Yeah. Of while like 40 million people are the fucking Pentagon. I mean, like whatever, like I'm from a military family. I'm military spending is insane. I get that we need the military, but it's just like that was so easy to pass that while 40 million people are out of work and dying <laughs> and it's like you can't even give us like 600 bucks a week yeah i'm sorry i'm like really fired up about it i just read the times every morning and like explode yeah i mean uh i warned everyone as i was leaving but whatever um oh yeah i mean i'm really happy for you in canada and we all should have fucking left when we had the chance um uh... yeah anyway what else is new with you <sighs> nothing sick nothing um like again no real problems but mm. we're in crazy town fucking yeah, crazy town we're definitely like in the alternate reality that like just the timeline that totally sucks like this is the shittiest one yes yeah uh but like nothing's new uh mm -hmm. just trying to do this and I feel like most of these suck but whatever I'm doing it anyway <laughs> I think like, we're doing okay so far yeah for sure definitely this is like one of the best ones so far but like usually these, Just jinxed it, but yeah. these zoom podcasts are like mm -hmm. and then yesterday I woke up thanks for listening Thanks for listening. Do you have a lot of listeners? Like, where does this air? Everywhere. I don't know. Everywhere. Maybe. I mean, like, all of wherever someone might want to listen to a podcast, that's okay. where they would find it. 
I don't listen to podcasts, so I don't really know where you find them. Is there like a podcast app? So like there's a Apple Podcasts, there's okay. Spotify, oh. and then there's all these other like um, platforms. I don't even know what they are, like CastBox, Deezer. Oh, okay, cool. Things that I don't know who listens to podcasts on or why, but... Um, but you can track it. You see how many people listen. Yeah. Do a and, lot of people listen? Uh, they were for a while. Okay. And, well, I'll hype uh, it up. I think maybe because people aren't commuting. Maybe no commuting uh, okay. and my and my pod the like the Zoom ones are like definitely a little bit more lame than the other ones. Uh. So combination of everything way less listeners right now but fair enough it's fine we're gonna make it totally. uh maybe some of your thirty thousand listeners will tune into this we'll see i wish i could like reach out to those people most of which are in poland for some reason but um i cannot so it is what it is whatever that's yeah but i'll do my best it's i think that feature how... would be dangerous go ahead it's weird how things hit certain places like Mm. I'm on the charts in India. Oh, crazy. And I, like, why... Like charts for what? Podcast charts. I never under... Like, I don't understand how any of that shit works. Like, I guess just the algorithm kind of, like, puts you somewhere. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I wish I had an I answer. Know. Like, I'm fine with, like, my number one city is Warsaw. I'm like, all right, great. Yeah, that's sweet. They like cool then, stuff. Paul, I would definitely go chill in Poland for sure that sounds like a great time I played softball there once I don't really remember anything like on a team I didn't just go to Poland and play <laughs> softball let me uh, clarify that statement yeah Poland has softball I was well it was when I was in high school I played varsity softball lol and um we the champ the European championships were in Poland our team was really good I was terrible but I got to go so sweet what it is Yep. I had no idea they played baseball in Europe. Baseball's huge in Europe, yeah. I mean, I guess it was like a military school, and I guess we were playing against other military schools, so like my perception of what's popular might be totally off from what is actually popular. Oh, so were you like playing against Americans? In yeah, Pol and like international students oh. too. Yeah. That's cool. It's a good time, for sure. We, um, our softball field was in an extinct volcano in naples which sounds really romantic but it was just like a regular area which naples um, naples italy when we were stationed over there what it was it called um the name of this park but it was like an like just like this crater that you went into i wish i could remember it but it was interesting that's where we had like all of our after school activities but after school activities when you live on a naval base basically means like you got to drive like two hours to get anywhere like all of our bases were really spread out like to buy groceries you had to drive an hour so it was like we never really bought like ice cream or things that could expire like especially in the summer because you get stuck in traffic driving home and things would get fucked up ate a lot of pasta that was pretty much it i just went on like 10 different tangents <laughs> i'm sorry uh Woo, coffee first question how many different where did you live growing up uh, all over the place. I was born in Maryland. Yeah. So we, we lived in two different places in Maryland. Then we moved to Virginia Beach. Then we moved to Washington, D.C. 
Then we moved to Naples, Italy. Then we moved to Illinois because my dad was getting his master's at the University of Illinois in conducting. Then we moved to Hawaii. And then we moved back to Illinois when my parents divorced. And then I moved to Wisconsin. And now I'm in New York. Yeah. That's that's 10 places. That's a lot. That's crazy. I feel like it should be more. I think, I don't know. Yep, I guess. I'd like uh, To me, that seems like nothing because I know so many people that like move so much more. But I think... Like when I was younger, we would spend longer times in places. And then once my dad's dad, I mean, um, usually if you like a premier band job, you stay in the same place you're, for your entire hold, career. Sorry, you're cutting out. No? Can yes, you? yes. Would, yep. I don't know. <laughs> Am I cutting out or no? You're not cutting out, but there's still a sound. It doesn't matter. We'll be fine. Okay, is oh. that sound going to be in the recording, though? Yeah, probably. We'll fix it in post. <laughs> we'll fix it in post. Yeah. Okay, if it happens again, I'll unplug everything. Just let me know. Okay. Um, okay. I forget where we were at now. We're talking about Navy bands. Um, some people move more than other people. If you get into a premier band, you'll probably spend your whole career in one place, like D.C. That's where the premier bands are. Um, if you do fleet bands, you'll move a lot more. And other people I know, I guess we like hit pretty middle of the road. Like the crazy part was I moved every year of high school and almost every year of middle school. So the end was like really fast. But in the beginning, I had longer spells in different places. And we would have spent more time in Hawaii than my parents. So, you know. Cool shit, right? Yeah. Super interesting. Sweet. The uh, Fascinating. The old, the old break up, leave Hawaii move. Everybody always said Hawaii was the marriage breaker. I don't know why. It's kind of a tough place to live. Um, just like any overseas thing, like Italy was where shit got really bad. Sorry, mom and dad, but you already know this. And <laughs> many fucking news. I can cut um, this out also. Yeah, and then we got to Hawaii, and it was just like, it's stressful. Like, you live in military housing, which is already, like, not very big. So even though you're, like, you do it because they give you a cola, which is, like, a stipend. So it's like you save a ton of money while you do stuff like that. Right. Now I'm hearing static for some reason. Um, and yeah, so you like, you're making good salary. You're getting like extra money on top of it for living expenses and they're paying for your housing. So it's like, you can really save a bunch of money, which is a good thing that they did because the divorce was devastating. So um, <laughs> yeah, money well spent. Yeah. Anyway, whatever. So it's just like a little bit rough and, other extenuating circumstances and then that was it so i know a lot of people that most people's parents get divorced once they get stationed overseas plus like your spouse is following you everywhere and they're not really working that's pretty rough and it's like the kids having to start over like i really dug it i had a great time moving i know it's harder for the people i think my brother and sister didn't have such a good time um and they so my mom let them so once we moved back to illinois they got to do high school all in one place which was good Whereas I moved every fucking year. Actually, no complaints, though. I had a good time. I got away yeah. with a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking about that today. I did, too. Nice. You were a troublemaker in high school, right? Not. I mean, once I figured out that as long as I didn't cause trouble, I could do whatever I wanted. Yeah, just fly under the radar, yeah. for sure. Yeah, mm -hmm. the world is bendable when you're in high school. Oh, totally. I just, I got away with everything. Yeah. I think I had, I, had a, I took an econ class my senior year. I think I went to that class two times and I got a B. Yeah. So. Just 
don't cause just problems. Whatever. Literally don't drink in class and such a simple and you're fucking yeah. ready to go honor student oh totally man i just like we moved so much that like my credits were really crazy especially coming from like dod schools department of defense like the requirements are not the same so i remember like i was like really ahead in math like i was taking upper level classes and then i got to the states and they were like you got to retake these classes like we, i don't know why because i had taken like higher level classes math classes in middle school and they like wouldn't count it so then I was just like, how about I just don't take any more math classes because I need to graduate? And they were like, okay. And then I remember I had like, my science education was so fucked up. Like I never took biology. I took one chemistry class and then I moved to Hawaii and took marine biology, which wasn't anything. Our teacher would just sit at the front of the class and like talk about nothing. I think he was drunk all the time, honestly. And I moved to the States and they were like, we don't know what to do with this credit. So I just never took science again. I like never took a US history class. Like just crazy shit just because we moved so much. So my senior year of high school, I was missing all of these requirements. And I was like, I was like, my transcripts are pretty good. I make good grades. Like, what can I do? And I just took all music classes in AP English. By the, like my last semester, I was taking like four classes. So stupid. I was I did the same thing my last semester. Just, just like music and AP English. Nice. Yeah. yeah, super chill. I just like read and like studied music theory it's great yeah i didn't retain anything but whatever yeah same i read some good books whatever i didn't um oh okay uh, beowulf sorry to hear that i read beowulf you read beowulf get the uh, fuck out <laughs> cool fuck i get so distracted on zoom what are you distracted by right well, now i had a question lined up and i forgot I was going to ask you something about what we were talking about, but hmm. it's gone now. Whatever. Sorry to hear that. Shout out Beowulf. <laughs> yeah, bro. Nice. Wait, what is that mug? Is that that corkle thing? Or whatever it's called? No, never mind. I keep getting ads for like a really fancy water bottle because I recently bought a water bottle and now all of my YouTube ads are for like water bottles that specifically hold wine, which like I get it. That's amazing targeted advertising uh, for me specifically, but I'm not interested. I keep and getting... now I said it online. <laughs> oh, I keep fuck. getting a travel bidet and... What the fuck? Why? What's wrong with you? I don't know. Okay. Travel the day, actually. Doesn't sound bad. Yeah, nothing like, uh, you know. Say it. <laughs> nothing like, um, no, nope, I'm not going to say it either. So gotta, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> Good talk. Uh, is your, your single is called Mean? Yep. What is there? Is it part of a record or are you just doing singles? It would have been part of a record, but um, we can't all get together and record. So I'm just going to record singles. I mean, we're doing everything remotely, which is such a pain. But And then I'm just going to shoot them out and see what happens. Sweet. Well, that's yeah, cool. So far, so good. I mean, it's keeping me from, like, killing myself. So, yeah, I guess that's not that I would kill myself. Just saying, you know, it's depressing. Not having anything to do. Um yeah, so we've been doing that, and like Amit's been producing a lot of stuff for other bands, and so now he's 
kind of getting into that with me as well, which is really nice. I don't know. Good to do. All I do now, not that you asked, but my schedule is just like tanning, <laughs> working out, doing laundry in my shower, and like writing big band charts. That's it. Sweet. Yeah. It's really weird. What a life. What a life I currently lead. Yes. Um, are you, when do you think, do you have like a point in the future where you're like, okay, this is when I'm going to start booking again? Or are you just totally like, no idea? Um, I mean, I'm still kind of booking. I have booked some things for my job um for as early as the spring but then there are also some other presenters who are not confident that we'll be back enough so we're kind of like making sure that we have some online streaming stuff set so people are booking that and like still some people are still paying full fee and i think there are a lot of organizations that can kind of front that for about a year and then they're going to be like we're out of money we can't keep doing that so I think next year is like pretty safe in terms of programming. But um, after that, I don't really know. We technically have a festival in the Netherlands this October and they say it's happening. And it's like, they've sent us the contract and everything. Like I talked to them as recently as last week. So as long as the ban is lifted and if we don't have to quarantine over there, then yeah, it can totally happen. But I'm not hyper confident about that. Um, so when you say we, you mean the New, the New York Ch show. Cool. So hopefully that will happen. I don't know. Um, I don't see any gigs happening in the States for a very long time, especially yeah. New York, like a really long time, which is fine. If we can travel and go other places, great. But it's like if we can't do that, then it's extremely problematic unless we can go and quarantine there and just like spend an you know, extended period of time playing shows over there. But I think, you know, European venues also want to take care of their own and yeah. like want to take care of their European artists are not going to be so interested in bringing over talent unless it's like a festival talent from elsewhere. Um, so I don't know. Um, like we were supposed to play this other festival in Paris and they were like, that we really want you to come, but we can't have you this year. Like we're just going to have EU artists. It's way too risky, which I completely understand. So hopefully we can do it next year. So I didn't answer your question at all, but the point is it's kind of happening on a rolling basis, but also not really yeah i mean you totally yeah. answered that that's oh, okay. more than a i just fucking talk way too much i'm it's, so sorry it's, it's perfect you should start a Thank podcast you. i would love to but i'm also like just so lazy and i'm worried that like i don't know that i wouldn't then i wouldn't be interesting start a like, podcast with your mom my mom you know what that actually might I'll be like, Mom, just tell me crazy shit from your childhood. Yeah. She'll be like, I was fed asbestos, and, <laughs> you know, wow, she really had a weird childhood, for sure, for sure. Anyway, Beth. We have, I'm thinking about going somewhere else. I'm not really sure, like, some places in Canada, people are already playing gigs again. Mm-hmm. So I kind of want to maybe go somewhere and play a bit. Like where? Like, like Halifax. Far out? Okay. Almost most places except for Ontario and Quebec. Makes sense. It's like 
you know, the bigger cities. Hmm. But, yeah, I don't know. I just want to play hockey and, and gigs. Hockey seems like it'd be kind of safe, though. Aren't you wearing masks most of the time? Uh, not real masks, though. Mm. Like, Couldn't you just get, they, like, visors to come down? You could, probably. But it's also, like, the most insane cardio ever. So you're breathing, like, really... At, like, and, and in most hockey arenas, especially, like, rec hockey leagues, there's they're really cold. And you can see people's breath. Yeah, and that's like event. disgusting at this point, you know. Totally. I even get it. if even if it's the same as just being in a room with someone, the fact that you can see it is like it's too much. The paranoia is real. Yeah, I get it. Just shouldn't even risk it. But I don't it's know. Too bad. I'm like we're reaching that point where can't do this for much longer i don't think so i don't yeah. know what anyone's supposed to do i don't either um yeah and i get it like i i don't really empathize with uh the far right but like i understand the frustration because everyone feels it they're like you know, like i don't want to wear my mask and i just want to go out and like be a fucking redneck okay for sure bro like we all have things that we want to do um but yeah it's just I think it's just we botched it so badly. I know Canada didn't, um, but we did. It's kind of frightening to think about what the fall and winter is going to look like because we definitely need to just shut everything down again, I think. Yeah. Like some states are, like New York is doing fine, but like I don't really think that's going to last, especially with people traveling, which is dumb. Um, so I don't know. Like I get it. I'm stir crazy too. It sucks. Like I just want to leave, but then I'm like, you know, it's not responsible to go and like see my family right now especially when my parents are much older um yeah i don't know i don't know what the answer is it's like I, we can't do this much longer and also especially if our government is not going to like take care of us it's like what are we supposed to do it's like you're going to have a bunch of people evicted in the dead of winter because like you refuse to pay unemployment it's bonkers crazy it's just fucking crazy yeah and I feel like nobody's here. Like, I took a cab the other night, and, like, Manhattan's dead. Like, 1 a.m., there's nobody out. Like, not a soul out. And all the buildings were dark. There were, like, a couple lights on. It just feels like a ghost town. It's really weird. It's kind of a good sign, though, probably. Maybe. Maybe that's why it's working so well. Um, but I don't know. I thought we... I really thought we fucked up in Canada. And then... Really? And then, around mid-June... I saw what was happening in America, and I was like, oh, we're fine. Watched it, yeah. It's the hottest mess. But, like, I, I thought we were, I thought we were a couple weeks behind. We, sh we didn't shut down early enough. But, I mean, it's, like, it's basically, I don't know. We're in the single-digit deaths a day, which is That's great. great. We are not... <laughs> We're in like the, what is it, like 66,000 people a day or something? I think those are infections, not deaths. Yeah. Still. Canada's not, got like... It's not great. Canada's in like the mid-200s to 300s of cases a day. It's nothing. Yeah. yeah. Which is... Wow. But I mean, also, I look at numbers a lot, and I think that in comparison, like based on how many people there are, 
Like, it's not that big of a difference. Hmm. Maybe. Because most of these states, like... Like, there's several states in the U.S. that have more people than Canada. True. I mean, themselves. New York is like 11 million people by itself. Yeah. New York, yeah. Texas, California, I think maybe Florida. They have a lot of electoral college votes, but I don't know how many people are actually there. So, but, so I don't know. I don't know. Like, whatever. Yeah, that's one way to think about it. I mean, sure, like, comparatively speaking, like, there just are more people here. Except for maybe, like, India and where else? China, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but even they have done a better job of, you know, keeping the numbers down than we have. At least that they say. Freedom. Too much freedom, I guess. I don't fucking know. Um... Yeah, I feel like I had something relatively important to say, but now it has escaped me. Um, yeah. Okay, that's it. I guess it's really gone. I'm sorry. It's the way it goes. Totally, bro. Um, yeah, everything sucks. It's a huge pain. It's very depressing. And there are just so many more idiots in this country than I had ever realized. At least that has been, like, the one eye-opening thing about having this dumbass president is that, like, wow, they're just, like, fucking morons, like, everywhere. And I get it. There are a lot of smart people, too, but the morons are much louder than the smart people, so it's kind of hard to ignore them. Yeah. Yeah. And even people who seem like they have all their marbles and, like, are questioning whether or not this is real. And I also saw some other article recently that was like, the swine flu was a hoax. And I was like, bro, I got the swine flu. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? I don't know why everyone is like so anti-fact. I don't like, when did that start happening and why? And it's like, why are people so quick to believe some like HTML glitchy ass website that was like obviously written by like a 12 year old, like racist, you know, yeah. over like Dr. Fauci, like what the, f like what the fuck? Also like, what do, you know, medical professionals gain from lying to us? It's like, you can argue that like, you know, you're going to make money off of people that don't have health insurance, but like not really though, like they're getting paid a salary. So I don't know. I just think that it's just insane. Whatever. The whole thing's fucking nuts. It's crazy. Like, if you go on... Are you on Twitter? I mean, yeah, I have one. I just don't use it. If you go down, like, the... If you go into the trending things and you click on something political mm -hmm. and you start reading the tweets and you see the articles attached to these tweets, the same information gets presented in two different ways. Yeah, it's I know. It's crazy. So, like, in, at, at one point, I'm like... Oh, this is why it's a problem. If like, of course, people can't. I mean, it's catering to like whatever your political preferences, and then it's targeting ads to you that are like as extreme as humanly possible to curb your opinion. Yeah. So I like. There's even a point where like I don't really care how dumb you are, or how smart you are. Like, okay. It doesn't. I don't know if it has anything to do with just the way that information travels. Is like. Sure, and that's what I mean when I say morons. It's like yeah. People who like buy into this factual information and 
continue to spread it and continue to spread lies and stupidity. Yeah. But also, I don't know anything. So, like... Sure, but I'm going to... I trust doctors before I trust the government, you know, I guess. Yeah. I mean, sometimes I'm not even sure about that, but... I do think we should be wearing masks and we should shut shit down, but... Totally. I mean, it's just like, if we had... And that's another thing I was thinking about. Oh, this is what I was going to say before. If we had shut things down when we should have, which probably would have been February, um, when stuff was really starting to spread, you know, like ideally that would have made a huge enough difference where we wouldn't be in a situation like this now. But I also think that people wouldn't have taken it quite as seriously because I don't think I took it seriously in February. I was like, oh, this sucks, but like it's probably going to be fine because I was thinking about, you know, the 2009 like H1N1 pandemic. And I was like, oh, yeah, like that sucked, but it wasn't really a big deal and it didn't spread that much because I just didn't understand, like, you know, how quickly it could affect everyone. The, what is it called? The R-naught, like the spreading capabilities. Mm. Um, so I don't know if that would have even been affected, effective. Like now I take, I take it so seriously, but like would I have in February if everything shut down? I would have been like, what the fuck? Like would I have worn a mask? I don't know. And that's like another fucked up thing about it. Yeah, so, true. For sure, because I wasn't taking it seriously at first either. Like, yeah. Um, oh, definitely not. Like back in January, I was like, "Man, everyone needs to chill out." No, and even in like... March for me, like, I was working at a jazz club and bands were like, "Yeah, I'm not playing, sorry." And then I was subbing on gigs, like, like nonstop. I was taking gigs at this at the bar. I was like, "Yeah, whatever, I'll play." So Damn. I don't like. Yeah. For sure. I know even when my, I remember leaving work, like it was finally mid-March when my boss was like, we're going to work from home. Like this is not, doesn't feel safe. And I remember like getting on the subway and it was like really empty and people were kind of quiet. And I was like, I was like, maybe this is something, but I didn't, even then, I don't think I thought it was going to last that long. I was like, maybe it's going to be like a month or two. And then it was like very quickly. I was like, oh, we're fucked. Like it's going to be the rest of the year. You know, and I think people stayed in denial even after that. My boss was like, no, 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 like we should have people up and running by the summer. And I think maybe there was even a part of me that thought, you know, we would be playing gigs in the summer. And then, you know, even now people are like, maybe December. I'm like, no, dude, <laughs> no way. No. Nope. Too bad. Um, I thought for sure I'd be playing gigs by now. I had some stuff on the, like I had, uh, Magdalena was supposed to be in town next week and she canceled like probably at the end of May. She's like, yeah, I'm not coming. It's like, well, you don't know what, what, come on. It's months away right. from now. I thought for sure she'd be here playing, but. Damn. Yeah. I guess I also thought we had like one date on June 20th and I was like, for sure. Like we'll be back. And then it was as soon as that got canceled i was like the summer is gone and that was like april i guess sure enough the summer is gone it's pretty crazy yeah it's uh it's tough i don't know what we're supposed to do like part of me thinks we're taking it uh not like there's certain things we're not taking seriously enough and i think we can also maybe loosen up on something i don't know it's like what do, what do i mm. know but i know it just for sure we're not taking it seriously enough that's the number one it's the number one thing um and if we did then we could implement certain practices that would make us be able to do our jobs i think like i was watching some video of like 
this band, like this middle school band in Japan, and they're all like six feet apart, wearing like shields and like playing their instruments under the shields. And I was like, there you go. Would we ever fucking do that in the States? Would we ever find the money to like provide schools with the kind of equipment and like, you know, information and procedures to get them to do stuff like that with their students? Probably not because, you know, our head of education is a fucking evil bitch. (laughs) She just wants kids to die, obviously, for the sake of the economy. So, um, yeah, that's too bad. It's just like, you know, I don't think it's ever going to happen. Like, and our society is like far too individualistic. Like people value their, their own identity and their own needs and desires above the greater good for all, like across the board, even in really liberal states, people are still stubborn. Like there are people here not wearing their masks. I feel like I see so many young parents out with their kids, not in masks or any type of protective gear. Like they're not wearing their mask either. I'm just like, you know, like the whole anti-vax thing. It's like, we just don't, we don't value factual information. We don't value like the opinions of people who actually know what they're talking about. It's everybody just wants to like create the answers and you know, their own reality for themselves. And that's why we're totally failing. We don't respect our elders basically. Yeah. It's like, it blows my mind. Like considering all the unknowns, it blows my mind that people aren't erroring on the safe side. Totally. Totally. I can't, there's absolutely no way that I can prove to anyone that wearing a mask works. I don't know that. <laughs> like, right. Like I don't have scientific information yeah. for that, but like I trust and there's the even, information that is out there. Even yeah. enough medical professionals have been like, I don't know if a mask works, but I'm going to wear a mask. Like why wouldn't, why would we risk it? Better safe than sorry, man. Also like it is just not an inconvenience. It's like just about being respectful to the people around you. It's like, you know, Asian countries have been doing it for fucking ever. It's like, I don't feel well, I'm going to wear a mask. And it's like, we used to kind of make fun of that. And it's like, no, that's bullshit. Like we should have adapted, like adopted this into our culture forever ago. It makes so much sense. It like, you know, it stops the spread of stupid things like a cold, you know, it's just about like looking out for your fellow person. And we are just so not about that. Apparently just a bunch of assholes over here in the West. So freedom, fucking freedom, man. Too much and yet not enough. I mean, we've got the fucking Gestapo in Portland right now. It's just out of control. Yeah, I mean the the like the Gestapo in Portland and the Gestapo on Twitter. Yep. Coming from both sides. I was gonna sides. say, did you watch the WikiLeaks documentary? No. It's how they, man, I think it's on Netflix still. Basically talking about how they like catered the 2016 presidential campaign like with Russian intelligence and how they just made created like these insane targeted ads towards Republicans it's like they go through all of your shit on Facebook and look up all of your political preferences and like ads that you clicked on in the past stuff like that and how they just geared everything towards being like really right-leaning and um I don't know just like brainwash people into voting for Trump it was pretty fascinating and totally fucked up Hooray. Do you think he's going to win again? 
Man, if you'd asked me in January, I'd be like, yeah, because it's really, I think, what, two presidents in history have not been reelected in the United States? Um, can't remember who they are. Sorry. Really? Only but, two? Uh, only two. And we've had one. Oh, I heard that noise again. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. Okay. Um, only two. I can't remember which ones. Um, and then we've had two impeached with it Nixon and Clinton well t- now Trump also but Clinton stayed in office and so did Trump it blows my mind that an impeachment does not mean getting fired it's like then why do it yeah it's crazy whatever yeah it's fucking nuts um and then there was one person that didn't want to run for re-election because something traumatizing happened I should see this is why I should have had a US history class. Um and I didn't. What did I take? I think I took world US history, which was probably the most like like the greatest generalization of all time hmm. about things that probably didn't happen. Um anyway. What were we talking about? Hold on, my computer's dying. Hopefully I don't not all the sh- Okay, I got it. You wanna leave that in? Yeah. Great. Awesome. Um mm-hmm. See zooming is it's so hard. I like I had a had something on deck for sure. Where were we? Mm. US history the Gestapo, WikiLeaks, and... Presidents. Presidents, yeah. Oh, this guy, this Republican speaking at the Biden thing. Did you hear about this? What? No. So, Biden's not doing one of his... Uh, fuck, I don't know the words that president that they use for American things. Um, oh, one of his, like, one of his congressional speak? Yeah. Uh, whatever yeah. one of his running events <laughs> i should oh this is really embarrassing is it it's it's a congressional campaign what the fuck is he uh when they just have like um a campaign thing campaign stop a rally rally like a fucking rally whatever whatever yeah. but there's a republican speaking on behalf of biden at one of his things it feels like his entire like it, everybody working for him is just like in on some horrible practical joke like I remember read, seeing some one of his like campaign flyers said something like, "Vote for Biden now before it's too late." Like it's like really like who who approved this? Like you couldn't think of anything more interesting to say. I mean, fair enough. Like watch the world go up in flames, or like vote for this demented white guy. Yeah, I mean, vote for the whatever. He only sexually abused, like, two people, whereas Trump raped, like, a shitload of people. So, you know, definitely the better choice. Yeah. One of them's a lunatic, and one of them doesn't remember what he's talking about while he's talking about it. It's like a podcast on Zoom. Uh, John Kasich is res- is speaking at the oh, Democratic okay. National Convention on behalf of Joe Biden. Oh, it's a convention. Wow, I'm an idiot. Uh, yeah, what the fuck? Okay. Did you see the guy? I can't remember where it was. It was like Iowa or Wisconsin, I think. And 
some guy, like the governor or a mayor or somebody got up on stage and was like trying to, he was like, oh, like giving some speech about Trump. And he got up on stage and just started coughing and couldn't stop coughing <laughs> the entire time. He was just like dying. He's like red faced. He's like, Trump. <laughs> like our next president like not wearing a mask and somebody's like are you okay and also there was like nobody there it's really horrible it was <laughs> man and somebody like memed the shit out of it it was amazing i haven't seen that but i'll uh i think if you just type in like wisconsin rally coughing you'll definitely find it <laughs> what a mess. Uh, coughing Republican congressman. It? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Goddamn mess. Um, how have yeah. you? How do you feel about your? We're all over the map here. Yeah. How do you feel about your recordings? Like remote recordings. What are your? Um, certain things translate better than others. And it is like, I'm like, I'm not going to try to, nobody's doing a bad job. It's like also everyone's home recording setup is different. Yeah. So I would say like recording saxophones remotely, remote, remotely, remotely, um, is like probably the best, like in terms of getting sound quality back. Also yeah. like anything you can plug it, guitar, bass, whatever, like keyboards, super fucking easy. Like you don't need to be in a studio for that. Um, even vocals, easy. Um, and obviously like synthesizers and shit uh drums have been great like josh has a great home setup so that's been good uh, the only thing is it's just like you can't be there in the same room like talking to people about stuff like if you want to do another take you can't be like let's try some this difference just kind of like here you go have fun um recording i think probably the most difficult thing is recording strings because when you record strings, ideally you just want to have a bunch of overhead mics and be in a really like reverberant room. And when people are at home, they're like plugging into something, which is the worst. I don't like string pickups. Like I get the purpose that they serve, but like it doesn't do them in, doesn't do them the same justice as it does. If you were like in a hall with overheads. Right. Um, so that's hard. Also, it's just like, you know, what I did with this last recording that we're working on right now, it's like I had the first person in each section record theirs first. And then I sent that with the rest of the track to the other people. And I was like, copy their phrasing. And that actually made a huge difference. Um, the only thing it, you know, with strings, it's like so different because there's latency. So it's like when you have a quartet, it's like they really need to like breathe and move together. It's like, they don't just like blow and there's sound on the horn. It's like, you know, everything like takes a split second longer. So we kind of have to like quantize a lot of stuff which takes time. Um, but again, it's just like, that's just the nature of this very weird beast. You know, if I had them all in a room together, it's like they could all be making eye contact and like playing together. And that would be so much easier for everybody. Um, but for the horns, it's actually been like, okay. Right. But it's still, it's still hard to bounce everything out. And also just like recording this project, like we have the same problem all the time is like, it gets really muddy because it's like a bunch of shit happening. And it's like, we'll add overdubs and stuff can get buried so it's sort of like picking the most important parts that you want to hear um and we also overdubbed like nine million guitars because amit can't control himself so you know it's just like and then there's so much good stuff and you just want to pick the things that make the most sense and it's never going to have like the crispiness of like 
a, a rock band, you know, that are playing with five people. It's like those recordings are super clean, if you think about it, like right. comparatively speaking. And with this kind of thing, it's like, you know, trying to not like let it turn into mush. So I'm happy with the way the mean sounds. I don't know what it would sound like if we had recorded in the studio. I can't imagine it would be that much different. Like, I sort of think it wouldn't be like listening back to the recordings, like that old album. Um, you know, there were things that got lost in there, too. But it was also the way that we recorded it. it was like we recorded all the horns at the same time. It was probably like the worst idea ever. Like that should have all been split up into different sections. So we could have really like focused on each performance. Um, and I think now maybe that's a little bit more helpful is that like, if you're sticking out, you're just recording by yourself, you're probably going to give the best take that you can because like, it's just you mm. and you're not really blending in with a bunch of other people. So everything has its pros and cons. I Very long winded answers. I'm sorry. No, it's perfect. It's great because you stop your long winded answers and here we are. It's fine also. Um, I hope this is. I hope this ends soon. Holy shit! Not this. Not the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, this like whatever we're doing here, mm-hmm. like live stream over. I hate like, it. Fuck live streaming. No, like sorry to everybody that's enjoying it. If you are, but no, absolutely not. Not even close. Doesn't replace anything. It's horrible. I'm not interested in watching you in your living room. Here we are, a podcast with me in my living room. Um, but yeah it's just like it's sad and i get some people seem to be into it like we can sell live streaming stuff to like you know big presenters and that's cool um but they have like built-in audiences i feel like you know you just go it alone i don't really know yeah i don't know i i've checked out two concerts one and they've both been at the vanguard but that's oh how were they there are they were they were good i mean it's hard to make anything translate but yeah it's like i'm sure they were great but it's like it would be better infinitely better to be there yeah. experiencing it you know um i'm working on a i started working on a project with lewis and Sick. um i'm not sure i'm just not sure cool. about this process um yeah it's hard I sent him, I, I basically, I recorded a, a solo bass thing in December when I was in New York, and I have too many solo bass records in the can, so I thought, what am I supposed to do with all of these? They're all the same. Mm-hmm. This is why, solo bass, what's the point? So I sent it to Lewis, and I just said, hey, do you want to do something with this? So he's like producing it, and we're going to do some overdubs and get people to play on stuff, but... Yeah. I just don't know. Like he's doing a great job. He's he's already mucking around with it and it's super cool, but I think I it's may have lost as... interest already. Yeah, I get it. It's just not fun. Like uh the best part about recording is like spending time with people and trying new things while you're all there, like yeah. in that moment. You know, it's like being in that very specific headspace of creating and then having to do it just like at home alone in your whatever room you use to record i'll probably be doing it in the bathroom for the best acoustics but we're not so you know it's just depressing so isolating everything about this is isolating and that's sad 
It's like you don't have anyone to bounce ideas off of. You're just like, well, here it is. Rubbish. Yeah, just kind of like uninspired. To say the least. And it's like I'm not knocking anything that like I've, you know, the people have been working on. Like it's very possible to like make good shit from the comfort of your home. Uh, it's just hard. It's hard. It's a different type of motivation. Um, and yeah, that's it. I don't know how like YouTube stars do it. Just like sit at home and make shit. No. I'm just, I don't know. Like good for them. Yep, great for them. But. Really happy for them, but um, yeah, I don't know. It's like I just different, different person, different mentality. I yeah. suppose. Mm-hmm. One of the things, one of the things that's going to be super sweet and exciting is once we're back. I think people are going to really super realize um, the importance of going to shit and like yeah. the live experience. Totally. Um, At least temporarily, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the first shows back are going to be... Insane. Mm-hmm. Fucking awesome. Like, I can't wait. I play. I have this regular gig that's just, like, in a basement at a bar. They let us use the downstairs on Tuesdays. And it's just like this... There's a tin roof. It's wonky. And we just, like... We just rage down there. Sick. And... Uh, Whatever. Maybe it's gone forever. Who knows? I guess you'll find out. So yeah, I get what you're saying. It's going to be really nice to like, actually get into the venue and like pack it. Like Never in my life have I wanted more to like be in a small room with like a lot of sweaty people like sweating on me watching a show. Yeah. Or playing a show. Like I also feel like the first time I play a show, I might freak out. Like Not playing for a long time like fucks with you. Like I did take a pretty significant amount of time off last year between like the end of 2018 and then I didn't play another big band show until June just because like I was doing other shit and I kind of was like not sure what to do with the project next and I don't think that show was very good like I think I was kind of freaked out and um like I didn't know my music well enough it was really weird so I'm kind of scared that like that's gonna pop up again especially after like then a whole year of like really intense touring and playing and then it's all of a sudden just like nothing so yeah. I don't know. That's just my insecurity. It's uh scary and fucking awesome though. Like Yeah. It's like I just want to get on stage and like make people listen to my horrible banter like so bad. Yeah, I can't wait. Great. Yeah. Well, we're at a an hour 28. Wow, this is a lot. How much do you usually keep when you post the whole thing? They're usually like about an hour, 45 minutes to an hour. Okay. Well, there was definitely some goofiness that we could take out, so. Staying in. Um, oh, okay. Actually, wait, how long have we? I started my Zoom recorder early. 15 minutes before I got on. My bad. I was like setting up my interface. It's all good. Whatever. Oof, I'm back. Okay. Um... Do you have anyone you need to like publicly talk shit about? Always. That's, that's a. Um. Who do I want to talk shit about? Allison for sure. Um, Interesting. No, no, just kidding. She's great. So she's like working in Long Island City, and I live in Greenpoint. So she'll like bring me produce from her job sometimes. 
Maybe nice. that'll get her fired. I don't know. Nobody's <laughs> gonna watch. No one from her job will watch this, I'm assuming. No, so that's nice. So I see her like she's like the only person I'll see during the week. Yeah. And then like usually I'll see other people on the weekends if we make plans. Um what else? Who do I fucking hate right now? Well definitely a meet. No, I'm just kidding. He's great. He's really hairy right now though. Like so hairy. Nice. Good. Like, I can't even... Yeah, his hair is just, like... Like, every time we have, like, a weekly Zoom call with my family on Sundays, and, like, he always... Like, whenever he comes into the frame, everyone's like, oh, a meet! <laughs> I was like... Because <laughs> he's just, like... Because my sister and her husband are, like, in the military, so, like, they get regular haircuts, and, yeah. like, they always look, like, very coiffed. Is that how you say that word? Yes. Um, and Jack also, you know, is a narcissist, so he's... <laughs> constantly like looking really sharp and then it's like yeah me with my boyfriend please don't keep that in um no like i really love him and i'm like very attracted to him and like whenever i'm just like oh like i love your hair he's like that's racist all right all this has to be cut out this is terrible Staying i apologize in. <laughs> i can't have people talking about trump 2020 um, oh my god. I, I, <laughs> I think um I could use the uh I could use the publicity of being canceled at this point in my life. So Yeah, bad reviews are way better and more powerful than good reviews. I will say that. I always get when I had that crazy review from that festival I did in Australia that compared me to like Coldplay, like I got so much attention for that. And then it's like if I get like really glowing reviews, everyone's like, eh. Yeah. And I also like I'm the same way. If I see someone gets a shitty review, I'm like, oh, I gotta listen to that, like instantly. And if it's a great review, I'm like, yeah, fuck them. Like, <laughs> I don't want to hear it then. It's so hard to find a shit review these days. It's it's yeah. Like a... They're also like, if it's a bad review, it's probably like just pretty. It's like a centrist review. Like, there's not really. They don't really say anything one way or the other, and it's like they probably think that it's bad, but they're too afraid to say it. Yeah. So finding a review where they're like, yo, this fucking sucks is extremely rare i feel like everyone's got uh everyone's got a hand in everyone's pocket so you pay a publicist and don't do that yeah just email 100 people that's what i did for this last release i think yeah. i sent 100 emails i got five reviews so suck on that sweet yeah i had one once like years ago and they didn't do shit for me like nothing like garbage reviews like anything stuff i definitely could have gotten on my own um just a huge waste of money and like i'm glad i had that learning experience i guess but now it's like i get way better press by myself just like just by being pushy so you know it's like if i have the time i'm gonna sit on it and like bug people until i get responses and like that's what i do i'll send emails like a week later i follow up with everyone you know it's just send everybody a stock emails. It's like not that difficult to do. You just have to take the time to do it. Um, and it does work. You know, I definitely feel like I got good stuff now. And then it's also like kind of making relationships with these people and they'll review you again in the future. If you have a publicist do it, it's like, there's no relationship. There's like, you're probably not going to have their contact information. You know, you're getting like this one and done package deal. And most of the stuff will be like very like impersonal. They're mm -hmm. not going to like, probably give your stuff the same attention they would if they realized they're talking to the person that made it yeah i feel no yeah. one cares about your music as much as you do 
And that's just how for that sure. Yeah. Goes. So you really got to sell it for yourself, especially even a publicist is not going to like sell it for you the way that you would. Right. You know, do you but have, um, have you, have you noticed a different, well, I mean, I guess it's not really super comparable because it's just a single, but have you noticed a difference between having physical copies and digital with publicists? I mean, not publicists with reviews. Hmm. Um, nobody has asked me to send a physical album, if that's what you're kind of yeah. getting at. Uh, yeah, you don't really know. And that's the thing. Publicists are like, oh, we need like 50 copies of your album. I'm like, dude, no, you don't. Yeah. It's like, you really don't. Nobody wants that shit. If someone's asking for a like, I remember going through everything. It's like in the hundred emails that I sent, maybe, you know, and it's like, I think there's probably like two places in the UK or something that were like, be better if you sent a physical copy. And I kind of get that for album reviews. Like if you're going to send it to someone big, like I would send them like a really nice press kit. Like I would send them all my shit, like some stickers and stuff like that to try to like get their attention. Hmm. But only then would I do it, and only then if they're asking for it. And there are some places that do. Like, I know, what is it, Pitchfork asks for it. They want you to send physical stuff. Um, so if I have an album, then, like, that's definitely what I will do. So, I don't know. What was I going to say? Oh, but also, I think now it's kind of a weird time. Like, some places are still working, but I got a lot of responses that were like, we're all furloughed, or, like, we're not reviewing stuff right now. Right. Because that was, like, a little bit earlier in the beginning of the pandemic so whatever and now and now i think it's getting better because there were some people even like a month ago i emailed them they were like oh we're not really doing anything and then they got back to me now and they're like actually yeah we're starting up again so can we review it and i was like fuck yeah so great just be persistent you don't need a publicist and you probably don't need a manager either like you'll know when you need one like when you just simply cannot take care of things on your own anymore yeah i've got a friend who has a manager and i'm just like what are you doing you don't do anything what yeah no that's you don't need a manager until you need a manager and i think like very few people actually need one like you need to be so busy and like so overwhelmed that things are consistently slipping through the cracks and by that point there are probably people already pursuing you yeah. You know what I mean? They're already paying attention. If you have to seek it out on your own, you're not going to get the same attention you would um, as if you, as if someone pursued you. And also, like, if you're seeking it out on your own, most people are not going to pay attention to you. I get tons of emails every day that are like, I'm a pianist in nowhere, whatever. Like, uh, this is what I did in college. And I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Like, it's like your website is non-existent. Like, you like two videos. I never respond to those emails. And also lots of people that call, they're like, yeah, like we're a rock band. I'm like, did you look at the website? Just classical music. I'm like, are you looking for classical music representation? They're like, no, man. I'm like, don't be stupid. Like, do your research. Oh, my God. I would love a booker, if I'm honest. I would would love to play, like, I would love to do a jazz festival once. One time, you know? Like, maybe the jazz festival that's, in my hometown, like, be cool to get on that. Toronto yeah. Jazz Festival? Yeah, but that'd be nice. Yeah. But oh, I've been trying I, to get on Toronto forever. Yeah, I used to work now. for Toronto Jazz Festival. Can't get on it. I'm so sorry. Yeah, they're really... We were supposed to do Rochester Jazz Festival this year, which was, which is pretty big. 
Yeah. And I was like, yo, we're going to be like right there. Like there's Toronto, here's Rochester. Like, like, let's do it. And they were like kind of into it at first. And it's, I don't know how we kind of fell off the radar. It's frustrating, but um, again, I don't know what the answer is with stuff like that. Like just having the right stuff. It's like, I sent so many emails to book shit and I really booked a lot of shit this year, which is like pretty devastating because now it's like trying to get everything rescheduled for a time that I don't know will ever exist. Um, but again, it's just like being really annoyingly persistent and just like constantly shoving new shit down their throats. Like, did you see this that I did? Did you see this? Yes, but you'll play a jazz festival. There are so many, like that's, like it always seems like there are only like a big hand, like there are big festivals and there are only a handful of them, but like, that's just not true. There are so many festivals out there. Mm -hmm. And I think like, because, you know, when I was working eight hours a day as a booking agent, it's like all I would do is research. Like there's just so much shit out there. It doesn't end. It's like every little, city in this country has its own jazz festival i promise you it's just about finding it and like getting on their radar and especially the smaller ones like like to be hit up because it makes them feel like they're being seen um so it's like i would just do research constantly and i would find so many things it's like really kind of overwhelming um and then you just like just call them if you can get someone on the phone you can probably like wiggle your way onto a lineup yeah, I'm not convinced, but take it from me. I'm a professional. Yeah. I'm currently furloughed, but I am a professional. Yeah. It's hard. It's annoying work for sure. I get why people don't want to do it. And like having a booking agent ideally would be great, but you also have to like make them work for you. Because I know, like, we have a full roster at my job. Do I book for everyone? No. Hmm. And there are lots of people that, like, we just, you know, intentionally don't focus on, especially international artists. Like, okay, they're not going to be here this year or whatever. Like, we're not, obviously, we're not going to do anything for them. Um, but, you know, it's like the ones that want to work more, the ones that bother us more. Like, if some, if an artist is writing to me all the time, I'm like, oh, shit, I got to find them stuff. If I don't really hear from you, I don't really want to, you know invest in you yeah. i guess if that makes sense so it really goes both ways it's like no matter what you do you're kind of going to have to be on somebody at some point unless you're like you know taylor swift then i don't really think she has to think about anything except writing like you know boring albums from home hmm. so yeah i was really excited for her new record because i thought uh justin vernon was on the whole thing i know just one whatever um yeah that was it was a pretty disappointing album i get people are like oh she's like such a genius i'm like man this is it's so weak it's like it and i think the biggest problem is that it's just missing drums like if there were just drums on like any of the tracks like maybe that would have saved it yeah drums and like focus and good writing yeah it's like very and like a powerful stream of voice. consciousness well actually i kind of disagree like i you thought that like the production was like pretty minimal and like lo-fi and washy and then it's like her vocals are so pop produced and like clean and i was like this doesn't mesh for me it's weird it's a weird I, thing it was super i was like whoa like as soon as she starts saying like she's singing in a lower register for a lot of it and i was like this is really beautiful but like the production is like so fucking crisp you know i would have loved like it to be like a little bit filthier it's like why didn't they just record all of this you know, 
directly to tape or something like that. It's like, why is, you know, ugh. Um, and I feel that like, I'm not a fan, but I recognize her talent. Like she's plays a bunch of instruments. She does sing really well. It's just like, I don't get it. It's like everybody is setting out to create the most generic thing of all time. And like that for some reason is her. And I'm just like, it's just too bad. Cause I think like something cool maybe could have come out of that. They had just done like lo-fi vocals. Like it would have been out of character, but it would have been really cool. It would have been so cool. Like as soon as I heard that mm -hmm. Bonnie Vare and that guy from the national were in on it, I was yeah. like, all right, this is going to be, I know. I was like, maybe this will be it for me. Yeah. yeah like maybe destroy. I'll be a fan. Right. And then I was just like, Oh, come on, man. Big miss. Yeah. Huge miss for me. I mean, all of her stuff is, to be honest, it's just like, it's not for, it's not for me. And I get it. And I totally respect people that like it. It's like when she did that um, acoustic set for NYU, like I actually watched it. It was just her singing and playing guitar and playing piano. And it was great. Like, even if I don't like her songs, like I can recognize that it's really good and that she's like, she was in the pocket. Her time was amazing. She was singing perfectly in tune. I was like, this is so good. It's like, why are we pushing so hard for this girl who like clearly should just be kind of like doing more stripped down acoustic stuff to like be this awkward pop star. It's like, she can't fucking dance. I'm sorry. Like, you know, she, like everything she does is like uncomfortable and awkward. You know, it's like, I feel like I'm gonna get dragged for this because I know people like are fucking diehard fans. And I remember I said something like I, I text someone recently and they posted to their story because they thought it was funny. And then someone reached out to them and was like, how dare you like say something nasty about Taylor Swift. And it's like just crazy that people feel they need to defend her so much. But I'm saying that she's talented. That's the point. Sorry, this is a really long tangent. This um, is going to be the teaser. It's going to be fucking awesome. Me talking about Taylor Swift. No, it's like, it's so frustrating. Like, to me, it just doesn't make any sense. It's like, how can someone who's so good at all this shit make, like, the worst music I've ever heard in my entire life? Like, I just don't understand. It's like, I remember when 1989 came out and everyone was like, oh, this is so great. And I was like, what am I missing? Like, what am I not hearing? Like, that it's catchy? Okay, but it's like, everything she does is so awkward and, and uncomfortable. It's like, why but, don't we just, like, let her be herself? I, I don't, don't even understand. know if it's catchy, though. Yeah, this thing's like, I remember that one song. And also, it's like, I listened to this most recent album, and I can't remember a single melody. I mean, I remember the, the Justin Vernon parts, but that's like... I don't remember anything yet. Um, so Just like, super forgettable. She's forgettable. Yeah, I don't know why we pushed this so hard. Was it her family just, like, investing millions and, like, making her some super pop star? It's just like, I think if yep. you're going to be a huge pop star, like, you have to be a triple threat. Like you have to be an entertainer as much as I hate to say that it's like, and I know like, I am not that person. I'm never going to get up on stage in a leotard. I don't know why we have to put all these women in fucking leotards, by the way. It's like, why does my ass need to be hanging out for you to like, listen to my pop music anyway. Um, but like Beyonce can dance, Lady Gaga dances. And it's like, it's over the top. It's theatrical. You could even put like Rammstein in that mix. Like watching their live performances is like going to the theater. Mm. You know, it's like they're doing crazy shit. There's pyrotechnics. They're in wild outfits. They've got like a giant. You know, it's like. It's staying in. Thank you. No, it's just like I need like a full production. And it's like that's what you expect from those people. And instead, like then you throw Taylor Swift up there like in some ballerina costume, just like who can't dance and is like 
doing all these uncomfortable things and it's just like it's taking away from the fact that like she's actually talented it's like it's yeah. diminishing everything else that she's done uh and that's it's so annoying it's like i haven't ever seen anyone else get pushed into this narrative the way that we've pushed her into it you know what i mean like i can't think of anyone else it's like we had britney spears christine aguilera all these people who have like insane pop vocals are like really good dancers you know and like have all these like other crazy sh things going on in their show anyway fuck um, i feel like this is a dan this is a dangerous topic and like i shouldn't be everyone's gonna be like well bitch what have you done i'll be like you're absolutely right i have like a shitty big band and like i'm nobody so i promise i promise that no one who listens to this will care okay good. about taylor swift let's fucking turn okay. it up oh shit uh, no i mean that's pretty much it it just like stuff like that bums me out i don't know why yeah it's yeah it just like uh the, the world is broken and everyone's broken and no one knows what they like they just listen to other people and that's yeah it's so weird it's, it's like everybody just listens to like editorial spotify playlists they're like like things you might like because you drink white claw hmm. what the fuck it's all just like the same shit yeah what am i listening to these days um oh yeah tell me well if you check out my knockout ginger spotify playlist called bangers oh yeah Only, thank um, you for including us on one of your playlists i appreciate you no problem. Thank you for making stuff that I can put on it. Um, Sick. No problem. I'll see if you like the next one. It's like techno. I'm sure you'll hate it. Actually, do you like techno? I don't know. I don't know what techno is. Is I don't like, really either. I'm not an authority on this, but it's like four on the floor. No, that's disco. Subdivisions. That's techno, right? I don't. I have no idea. It's techno-ish. I don't think I've been listening to anything new. There's almost nothing new on my playlist. Huh. That Bonnie Vare tune, Allison's song, the new Emmanuel Wilkins tune. Everything else is old. Oh, Kate Tempest. Have you checked out her? No. She's super sick. Nice. It's, uh... She does, like, spoken word with a live band. So it's almost like Very cool. improv and like her latest record she did with Rick Rubin. It's called The oh, Book nice. of The Book of Traps and Lessons. Holy shit. Okay, yeah, I'll check that out. I think that's pretty much it. I don't know. What have you been listening to? Um, a lot of stuff, actually. Um, have you ever heard of this band called Hum? Ha I've been listening to like a lot of like heavy rock, indie rock right now. Hum, H-U-M. H-U-M. Yeah, they're actually from Champaign, Illinois, originally, but they got pretty famous. They have a new album out. I think it's amazing. Um, I actually have been listening to Rammstein because it's fun. Uh, I've been listening to their new Run the Jewels album. Also amazing. Yep, that's good. Super good. Oh, my God. Um, I'm listening to some, like, B-side Radiohead shit. I also really like, I, I always listen to Nine Inch Nails like every day. <laughs> um, and I like, I listen to a lot of like older Chemical Brothers stuff. Oh, I listen to a lot of Madonna actually. Whatever. I think she's cool. Shout out Madonna. Thanks for listening. Thanks for subscribing. <laughs> I, 
just like I love that album Ray of Light. Like I just think it's fucking great. Uh, uh, which one's Ray of Light? The one from like the early two. Hold on, is that what it's actually called? It's gonna be really embarrassing if that's not what it is. Hold on. Madonna. Yeah, it's Ray of Light. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know any. Yeah, of these came out songs. in ninety ninety eight. Zephyr in the sky. <laughs> no. Fuck, such a good album. Holy shit. Just remind like reminds me of a very specific weird time in my life. I think like third grade. Um. If I'm honest, I think I mix up Fergie and Madonna. How is that possible? Fergie's mm. not a Fergie fan. No, you know what? No, I shouldn't say that. Fergie is fine. I just don't like actively listen to it. Her, sorry, it's not what I meant. I meant her music. It. Um, I've also been listening to. Hold on. Oh, I had something a minute ago. Oh, there's this um, Italian dude who played like synthesizers and nine inch nails he goes by son oyo he's really cool i feel like you might be into that it's like electronic but also um some of his albums are just instrumental which are really cool his name is alessandro cortini and it's really good son oyo s-o-n-o-i-o okay he's really cool uh, Grizzly Bear, I always turn them on from time to time. Well, oh, Blonde Redhead. Yeah. That's pretty much it. But yeah, it's rare for me to, like, pull up new stuff. So the fact that I've got, like, three new albums on rotation is, like, pretty shocking for me, actually. I, like, really get addicted to very specific things and then only listen to that forever. Yeah. yeah. Me too. Um, oh, the new, uh, or the kind of newish Haley Williams record is really good. Interesting. I'll check it out. It, it It's like, um, it's almost like Paramore meets Fleetwood Mac. I don't know. Okay. That's something. Paramore, Fleetwood Mac. Oh yeah, that guy just died. The guitar player from Fleetwood Mac. Really? Yeah, one of the co-founders who's like 78. Don't remember his name. Probably should. Sorry, everybody. I've, uh... Yeah, getting late. 